0: A reading from the book of the prophet Habakkuk. How long, O Lord? I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you, violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. Then the Lord answered me and said, write down the vision clearly upon the tablets so that one can read it readily. For the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not be late. The rash one has no integrity but the just one, because of his faith, shall live. The word of the Lord.
1: If today you hear His voice, harden not your heart. Sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us sing joyfully psalms to him. If today you hear his voice, and not your hearts. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us, for he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, AS THE DAY OF MASSA IN THE DESERT, WHERE YOUR FATHERS TEMPTED ME. THEY TESTED ME, THOUGH THEY HAD SEEN MY WORKS. IF TODAY
0: Reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy Beloved, I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self control. So do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord nor of me, a prisoner for his sake. But bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. Take as your norm the sound words that you heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard this rich trust with the help of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us.
1: This is the word that has been proclaimed to you. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia.
2: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending the sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at table. Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat. Put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So it should be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord.
3: This past week, watching on television, the destruction of the hurricane in Florida brought to mind the words of Habakkuk in the scripture today, where he says, why must I look on misery, destruction, and violence are before me? Those words, those thoughts of again, how is this happening, and where is the Lord? And Habakkuk was expecting the Lord to intervene, but the Lord in turn calls Habakkuk to a mission gives him a vision that'll inspire his faith. And he says, write this down on tablets. It might make us think about the 10 commandments and the renewal needed to abide by God's will, God's truth and wisdom. So the Lord says to him, write down the vision clearly upon the tablets. The vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment. It will not disappoint if it delays Wait for it. So waiting upon the Lord, part of the answer needed. Do not rush off on our own, but wait upon the Lord, seek his help. And he goes on and says, the rash one has no integrity, but the just one, because of his faith, shall live. Integrity, again, being with the Lord, being being faithful to his call. And the rash person could be acting on their own energy, their own inspiration, but the Lord calling us deeper to trust in him. And even in facing whatever kinds of suffering, the Lord has a path for us, wants to encourage us with his presence, that he's really present with us, though we might not feel it right away. And how the natural disasters and along with personal violence and shootings, those all things are in the Lord's hands He's gonna walk with us through them. The answer to abiding in the Lord and seeking that vision comes in the second reading, where St. Paul speaks to Timothy, a young bishop, and says, stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. So that gift of God being the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that was poured out in Timothy at his ordination and the Lord calling him to stir into flame those gifts he was given by the Holy Spirit. And then Paul says, for God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. Another translation says, God did not give us a cowardly spirit, but one that makes us strong, loving, and wise. So the Holy Spirit helping us to have courage, not to be cowards, not to be intimidated, but to be faithful to the Lord again with the power of the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit that heals and enlightens. This past week, we celebrated here the anniversary of the dedication of the cathedral. And there was another image of fire and courage that came to mind as I was reading over the history of our cathedral. November 3rd, 1935, In the basement of the cathedral, the coal bin spontaneously combusted, began a great fire in the cathedral. And at the time, Monsignor Buchholz was the rector. He was concerned about the sacred vessels and the Eucharist. So he went with the firemen and retrieved the tabernacle key from the sacristy. And then the associate pastor, Father Francis Scheringer, joined the custodian of the cathedral Rock Beauchamp, and they borrowed firefighters' masks. The two men, tied to one another with a rope, fought through the smoke and reached the altar and tabernacle, they retrieved the vessels and the Eucharist. And just as they reached the safety of the outside door, the flames leapt out of the eaves, and the roof and floor collapsed. What courage to walk into the fire and the smoke, and why? to preserve the Eucharist, to hold on to the very source and summit of our faith. So a wonderful, inspiring story from right here from our beautiful cathedral, but the lesson of courage from the Holy Spirit to be able to walk into fire. And when we look across the world, I would say the church is on fire. Two kinds of fire though. The fire of the Holy Spirit remains, inspiring the church, guiding the church. But when you look at the worldwide church, there is some destructive fire happening too, not the Holy Spirit's fire. You may know that in Germany and in Netherlands, there are groups of bishops who are rejecting Catholic moral teaching on a number of topics. It's a tragic thing that may bring schism yet but uh, a negative kind of fire, like uh, Habakkuk speaking of confusion and division. But then, too, look at our culture that's on fire, a negative fire again. Right here in Michigan, we know the Proposal 3 to put on the ballot in November is a terrible piece of legislation, not only calling for uh, abortion at any time in the pregnancy, freedom for that to happen, but also changing some state laws that protect right now parental consent and conscience protection for doctors and nurses. It's very hidden language in Proposal 3 that would bring many negative effects of canceling good legislation, good laws. You might know too that recently, a government federal agency Health and Human Services is proposing a mandate that would be considered, it would be considered discrimination for healthcare workers or Catholic hospitals to object to performing gender transition procedures. The government may refuse to honor the right of healthcare workers not to perform or participate in abortions. So, this is the direction of this mandate from the federal government. and We hope that doesn't become accepted, but we can see the battle in the culture, the fire in the culture, and it's, it's heating up as we go. And So what do we need? We need the fire of the Holy Spirit, the truth of God, the wisdom of God, the love of God, and to be able to not be intimidated, not to have cowardice, but to have courage again and wisdom from the Lord to seek his vision, to seek his guidance. And again, as we do that, we can be tied together, like the rope keeping the priest and the janitor together as they entered the fire, the rope of faith, the bondage or the bonds of faith that allow us to be united to the Lord and each other. They acted with courage to protect and preserve the Eucharist. We, too, can draw our strength from the Eucharist And wanting to, again, honor what is true and good and beautiful, what the Lord shows us. To follow him more closely. And as we do that, we rebuild not only the cathedral, uh, which was rebuilt in 1938, but also we can rebuild the culture. Rebuild our own Michigan culture, God willing, as we stand strong in the power of the Lord. St. Paul says to Timothy, guard this rich uh, treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit. So let's call on the Holy Spirit as our bishop is calling us to pray the rosary daily, to fast once a day or once a week, to call on the Lord in the power of the Holy Spirit with spiritual strength, spiritual strength that will help us, again, to be a witness to the truth of God and help others come to know the fullness of truth and life in the Lord.